0: Hey there, thanks for checking back in. This is IED Sports, the Designated Pundits, your Major League Soccer show. Today, we are talking Major League Soccer transfer news. We're talking about rumors, and we're buying or selling the Major League Soccer's biggest stories from this past week. Sit right there. Thank you for joining us at IED Sports on the Designated Pundits. Alex, we are live on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram now. That's our new trick. So we're trying that. Um, how many social media profiles do you have, Alex, before we get started? Uh, two, I do believe. I don't even the know. only one I know of is your Facebook that gives the wrong birthday every year. So that's uh, that's very helpful. Yeah, Thank you, Alex.
1: Yeah. I'm, on, uh, I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram, but I'm not active on Instagram.
0: So let's talk about things people actually care about. I put some Major League Soccer stories from this past week. And we're going to just buy or sell them. Do you agree? Do you disagree? How do you feel about the story? My first one that I wanted to point out was Hector Herrera from the Houston Dynamo says, no trophy he's won in his entire career is more meaningful than last year's Open Cup title. said his family feels very attached to Houston, and that's his number one win. Are you buying or selling, Alex?
1: That's a great corporate answer, but that's a bunch of BS if you know what I'm talking about. I love it. <laughs> I mean, what, hey, come on. This guy's won the Gold Cup uh, He's won the Olympic gold, uh, Open Cup now, and you know how MLS is treating it. We talked about this in past shows. The controversy with that—it's a great corporate answer. Good job, Hector Carrera. Rah, rah you know, team guy. But listen, good player. Houston out of nowhere last year. What a phenomenal season. Sky's the limit for these guys, and they're trophy hunting, and they
0: should be. But hey, look—it's the closest to home he's played. You have to say that whether it's hot, over the border Mexican, or not. A
1: huge, a, a huge Mexican influence in Houston. No wonder they love love being there. Again, they love him down there. You know, he's a he's a Mexican, basically a Mexican national team legend to come back and play in MLS in Houston and see how good they will. Yeah, U.S. Open Cup to put that anywhere near like
0: something. Else. Yeah, it's wild. Now I would put that maybe even you know he won La Liga with Atleti, won two Portuguese league trophies with Porto. Maybe this could top out those. But Olympic gold, Mexico beating Brazil. I don't think that that's going to quite cover that for me. That That's yeah, what I, listen, listen, so listen, I'm going listen, listen. Yeah, we've talked about this before. U.S.
1: Open Cup and uh, hierarchy of trophies in this country is, you know, where it is. But over an Olympic gold medal, I, I no. No, over, even over a gold cup, I'm going to go, no, I'm sorry. No, I disagree.
0: We will agree Next. on that yeah. one. Next, yeah. um, MLS third kits. We, you've seen some kit leaks uh, and stuff like that. This year's third kits will all have the city name up in front center on the jerseys. It seems like they're kind of doing similar to, I guess, what baseball did, I guess, last season, where they had, you know, for the A, like the nicknames of the cities, something like that. Are you buying or selling on Adidas branded gear for Major League Soccer, Alex?
1: Well, they got a contract, so even though we hate it, there's nothing we can do about it. So they're a major sponsor to Major League Soccer. And the contract, I remember one time, what was it, 10 years, 25 million, all the things was where... The ball must be Adidas, so the teams must wear Adidas. Uh, you know, Red Bull, let's talk a Red Bull. Red Bull just signed a deal. All their teams around the world will be going to Puma, except Major League Soccer, if Adidas. So, I mean, that's just how it is. Now, you want to go on the third kit? I don't even know if every team's going to have this third kit with the names on it. No, the thing. it's I only
0: think. teams that, that yeah, so, sold enough to make a third kit. There were there was a cutoff. Uh, yeah, I think maybe five or six teams are actually, actually going to even meet that threshold. Yeah. I... I am actually buying on Adidas, however. I know this is controversial. The three stripes, just a class act. One of my favorite jerseys ever was the AC Milan Champions League win with the gold star, Adidas, black sleeves with the Rossoneri with the gold three stripes, class axe i love adidas you can put any adidas jersey any adidas pants put them together you're good to go i love adidas um i, I guess i will take you know being a brand guy on this one i absolutely love it um last one by herself wearing other teams jerseys this kind of came to us as a topic me and scott scott could not be here tonight but we talked about wearing other teams jerseys Not necessarily as a fan at a soccer game, but like if you're watching a game at home, I have a couple kits that I wear uh, on air from different teams around the club. I have two. All star game kits and then I have some, you know, just players that I've enjoyed or, or teams I've enjoyed talking with in the past. You know, of course, here we are on the East Coast. Once everyone else goes to bed, you get some late at night time. You could watch LA Galaxy or LAFC each and every week. Are you buying wearing other teams jerseys? Uh buy or sell is that is that tacky? Are are you down?
1: Um, down as long as you don't to the you're going to the team supporters section i'm uh, totally cool with it. uh my job every friday i try to wear soccer jerseys i've had cincinnati on i've had Nashville on i've had new england on i'm a rebel fan uh to me soccer culture is you know, growing in this country there's nothing wrong with that I, I have european kits i got u.s national team kits i just got a messy argentina jersey with the new star on it i was all excited to wear it the other day uh, you know stuff like that to me i don't really care it's a you know it's a fact you, there's you know there's other sports, there's guys who wear football jerseys that aren't the fans of the football team just because they like to pick a particular player, like a style or something like that. So, it's really no difference in soccer. Again, the only rule, you know, I would not wear it going to away supporter section if you're supporting that team. That's the only, you know, thing I would not recommend to someone. And don't
0: wear haven't. a rival kit. There are some kits I'll never own in a United kit. I'll never own in a New and the supporter United section. CFC kit.
1: Yes. Yeah. If you go to away game, that's fine just don't say the supporters that's all
0: that let's get into some news and notes from some new new players around the league let's start with minnesota united they signed a midfielder from costa rica alejandro bran 22 year old from club sport herediano which is a a pretty big club in costa rica three goals two assists 1300 minutes in midfield last season he played in the 2023 qualifier in Concacaf nations league the deal is a loan with an option to buy for this Costa Rican midfielder, Alejandro Bron, and that is Minnesota United's new signing. How do you feel about that, Alex?
1: Well, it sounds pretty good. I've uh, known much about them, but, you know, Minnesota United making some changes, a coaching change. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about the next topic it's shortly. Uh, always controversy with a certain player there every year preseason, but hey, good move by them. You know, uh, I, I, uh, with the, the, the softer, specific statement, the cold weather up there, I always little wary of a central American player coming to play there full time. Yeah, that that's but uh it seems pedigree which seems pretty good, so good move by them is the kind of players MLS needs young, exciting up and coming players that you can maybe sell down the line and make a profit down the line and you know repeat this process. So nice job by Minnesota. United.
0: They also signed fullback Derek Dodson, who had four appearances for the Charleston battery last season. Not an exciting play, just a solid depth piece that they got there uh from USL. And then Reynoso. So Minnesota, two editions and one more question mark. Reynoso is known for doing this every summer. doesn't show up to camp. His agent can't find where he is. No one knows anything. I, and he shows what, up I can, a few games it, into it, the season. It's and a, It's very
1: simple to me. What do you think the temperature is today in Argentina, wherever he is? Compared to where it is in Minnesota today. 15. Exactly. That's 15. why he's not here. Listen, I wouldn't sweat this out. I don't think he's looking for a transfer. I don't think he's looking for a way out. You can't blame the guy. It's probably, you know... <laughs> It's not minus eight degrees wherever he is in Argentina, so well, he'll, he'll be back. So, these Minnesota in
0: January is would be like Tom Brady practicing on a Tuesday. It's just follow, not happening.
1: We follow all the sports from spring training to NBA to NFL. Some of these veterans, they are not going to go to camp on the first day. There's no need for these guys to go to camp on the first day, and this is one of those guys so He carries the team on his back when he's there. I really wouldn't sweat the details on this.
0: Let's jump into NYCFC because they had a pair of moves uh, this week, just, just a couple days ago. They signed Austrian winger Hans Wolf. Now, I did not know about this. This was a bit of a shock signing, not on my radar. He comes out with uh, like an old like Brooklyn Italian hype video, him working out in the gym, and then they announced that he's signed by NYCFC. 24 years old, Australian midfielder. Seems to be pretty versatile, plays at a def- bunch of different positions. He's a trader. He played ages 17 through 19 and won Austria with Red Bull Salzburg. Moved to Leipzig where he played 58 minutes before being moved to uh, Gladbach. Um, he was loaned to Swansea but played almost 1,600 minutes, two goals, four assists in the championship. And, you know, that hype video comes out. Austri- Austrian winger Hans Wolf. This is someone that NYCFC seems to be pretty excited about.
1: Yeah, NYCFC, the last years have transition away from the big, may- older... Named the Pirlo Lampards of the world are no longer coming here. Now you're going to have to tag this Magno on a player like this. Again, they've been, to me, they've been very quiet the last two years at FC. And there was a link with Neymar earlier, it was kind of exciting, but that didn't pan out. Uh, uh, I don't know what to make of this. I mean, I don't know much about the guy except the pedigree. Again, this is one of the signings in under 20, was it 24 and under? Again, this is the kind of signing you want to bring in. What kind of impact, I can't tell you what NYCFC is going to get with him. They need to make some changes because last year was definitely a step in the wrong direction from two years ago where they were.
0: For sure. And they finished up this week by um, acquiring full-time now. He played a few games for them last season. Andre Perea from the Philadelphia Union. That was a good Union. move by them. Good move. I like them getting Andre Perea. I don't yeah. like 800000 in GAM. I don't think he's a million-dollar player. He's not a million-dollar player for me. He seemed like that at the beginning of his, his Major League Soccer career. Tampa, Florida native. He played in Columbia before coming to MLS to join Orlando City. Regular playing time. He was one of the stars of like MLS's back tournament. Remember when he was like playing really well? Hey, this is a guy we got to watch. He's on everyone's radar. Definitely cooled off since then. 10 appearances last season for NYCFC after being traded. Now he is officially official. 800,000 in gam for someone of his talents. Is this just NYCFC didn't need the game, they weren't going to spend it, and they just, hey, we'll give it, it doesn't matter, it's fake money? Or do you think this was a good monetary deal for them?
1: Like, yeah, Tam designated player on the 23 initiative, the MLX rules and terminology teaches everybody. 800000 is it real money? Probably not. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> you tell me. Monopoly money? Who knows? Uh, what does that even mean to some of us? Who knows? It
0: means but, that yeah, they can uh, buy down a contract eight hundred thousand. I know. You know more. what I'm saying? Is
1: mean, some of the outsiders? You know, they're just trying to get into MLS. They're, they're, we're speaking in language that they have no idea what we're talking about. Because some of us have no idea what we're talking about. it's very confusing. Again, uh, he's a good MLS player. Something, uh, a solid, solid, uh, solid. Uh, solid player. Uh, you know, uh, NYCFC need players like this in the league gonna compete for trophies and playoff spots. This guy's been in the league for a few years. He's a good defensive player. I like him as a good move by them. Again, we talked about NYCFC. They seem to be transitioning from the big name to something like this to be more competitive. I see more moves from NYCFC. I think it is just beginning for them to be more competitive next year.
0: I mean they they are still not above the playoff line to me. These moves are not changing anything with this club at all. So we'll see what else they put together through their preseason. Now let's move on to RSL. Real Salt Lake has been in the news and they've been making moves this time. They are looking to sign Josh Windus, 30 year old from Hull, England He plays attacking midfield and forward 29 goals for Sheffield Wednesday, not Sheffield Sheffield Wednesday in 110 appearances in the EFL seconds here in England interesting career he played pro ball in his younger days while he was working construction so he was not like an academy product who worked there he was you know he, he made his way up the ladder quite literally there he scored everywhere he's been including rangers 13 goals in 55 games there how does he fit with the midfield does this make there's less pressure on diego luna does this mean there's more pressure on diego luna does this mean anyone's shifting outside to an unnatural position we don't really know but but he seems to be on the plans and you know, he's a proven goal scorer headed most likely to RSL. This is gonna be interesting to watch for the next few weeks.
1: Yeah, I have heard of her name, but you know, if I'm a salt lake there, I'm sure Scott isn't going yeah, yeah going crazy for signing. You know, they, they lost what Rubin, they lost, uh Cry like they've lost, and this is a replacement for those two guys there I, I wouldn't be too excited about it. Again, he's got some experience, he's bounced around. I know he's been in England, uh, you know will he do well here maybe but i don't think he's going to be uh, anywhere near like a, a cry like type of production to me i don't i don't see that happening i could be wrong but again soul lake's been in the news in and out uh, i don't think they're done so you know this is just a rumor who knows what's going to happen and even if this does happen soul lake won't be done i think they're still making more moves
0: absolutely this isn't a like for like replacement for diego luna i don't think yeah. he's going to come in and play number 10 um some people were mentioning on twitter that maybe he would play number 10 and luna would push out wide on the left side there could be ha- could that, that could happen. I could see, you know, a scenario where that happens. But for me, RSL is kind of still set in the attack. Crylock, is that really that big of a loss? He, you know, he'd been injured for so long, barely contributed. I talked to Scott earlier today, and he says he doesn't like the move just because he does not play fullback. RSL needs fullbacks yeah. and. Scott is only entertaining those transfers. Let's talk about uh, kind of another little theme of this week, which was sister clubs selling players to each other. Chicago fire acquire Alan Aragoni from sister club FC Laguna. Oh, sorry. Lugano. The 25 year old defender from Switzerland played two seasons for grasshopper without playing very much he played 29.9 full 90s in the 2022 to 2023 Lugano swiss league so like almost every other game during that time he's been a spot starter since then he is looking now to head to the chicago oh excuse me he is headed to the chicago fire this is kind of a inter-owner trade here
1: i mean, i don't know much about him but yeah chicago fire they need help in like everything so you know we got guys played in the European league. Swiss league Swiss league's not bad. It's very totally on the railing. Uh they've given heavyweights and especially in Champions League teams. Like young boys are giving problems in Champions League. So, you know, Swiss league's no joke. I and mean, the Swiss, Swiss national team is is always a tough one when it comes to international competition. Uh you know, good move I guess for Chicago. They need to help in a lot of positions. This guy obviously uh they need, definitely need help in the back, so you know, let's bring him in and see what he can do. He, he can't be any worse than what they've had there last year. That's
0: for sure. Absolutely. Now, while this you know, is kind of a minor story, he could be a good Major League Soccer player. There's nothing that stands out as some you know, high-pedigree-type guy, Alan Aragoni. For me, it's just important because it just shows the relationship between these two clubs, moving from one club to the other, from the other to the one. The one that I like a little better is center-back Tobias Salquist, the uh, the Danish player from the Danish Super League. He's 28 years old, regular player for Silkborg over the last three seasons. They were third in the league for two straight years. So this is you know one of the best teams. Um, one of the best center backs on one of the best teams in the Danish Superliga. He's a big dude. Six foot three inches. Should be a solid physical defensive addition to the Chicago Fire.
1: Yeah, you can't teach size. And somebody like that in the back, I'm sure, is very good in the air. And this is definitely going to help Chicago. I mean, I'm a good move by them. I, I see six three Defender, I'm paying attention.
0: Now, when I look at this Chicago back line from last year, they had Tehran and Sichos in the in the back line there so i think defensively this is gonna be i i guess a step up they have some pieces in chicago i think they're still two or three years away from competing but uh, you know solidifying your defense with some foreign players we can't criticize that right
1: no they're they're trying (laughs) we are trying they're trying
0: the next move is an outgoing player which i feel really makes me scratch my head in the good way on what could be for an attacking player this is st louis city letting nicolas Gioacchini leave for italy for me this brings a little bit of pressure to samuel adirian samuel adirian uh last year 25 years old from houston texas big body six foot five inch forward he played three matches for seattle 2021 2022 and then tore up tacoma defiance and san antonio played 14 matches, eight goals, and one assist for St. Louis City last season um, in just about 10.5 90-minute sessions, so in the equivalent of maybe 11 games, eight goals, one assist for St. Louis City. Came on hot last year, and I think they all have plans for him. I think uh, up top next to Klaus, you're going to see at and he did it last year. He, he did really, really well. I'd love to see them kind of transition from a 4-4-2 to a four one two one two. You know, you have Almond Stroud in that midfield just kind of running along. Klaus, I, I'm going to, I, this name is, is tricking trick me up. Samuel Adahirin, um, up top next to Klaus, and then behind him, you know, you got, you're cooking with fire. I, I love what the St. Louis City attack is doing, and I think they will be strong just as they were last year.
1: Well, uh, Nicholas Giacchini was required in the expansion draft for free, and that he sold him to Serie B in Italy. The business they made money on this it was basically yeah. nothing and he's he played in Europe before obviously he has since playing he wanted to play in Europe again uh Siri B is a good uh there's some young Americans have been there uh Tanner Tessman for example uh uh Busio. So, for example U.S. Uh, internationals have played in Serie B why not uh again great business by St. Louis this is free money basically you got a guy from expansion draft you just had him for a year and you have a replacement right there, and the guy you just mentioned, uh, the big-bodied guy, younger, cheaper. Good move by St. Louis. This is a good business move. Why not? And uh, you know, sometimes you make moves just for business. And this is a business move by St. Louis, and well done by them.
0: Absolutely. So you know, Gio Quini, I think he is a loss for sure. But again, th- this was because they said, "Hey, we got this young kid coming up. We have faith in him." To me, that this was a faith signing. We can let this go. We can make some money. We can spend somewhere else. Because this is a really good roster top to bottom. I think St. Louis is bound to take a step back this season just because they were so good so early last year. That's not going to happen again. But St. Louis City, I really like what they're doing. They're building a team. They're not building individuals. They're not collecting players. They have some cohesion. They know what they want to do. And I love St. Louis City, uh, you know, the the franchise for sure.
1: Well, with that home crowd, uh, you know, that's they're, they're gonna, they're gonna be, that's always a tough out
0: to play there. Absolutely. Now let's finish up with a CF Montreal player. We talked about this last week because it was a rumor. Now it looks like it's done and dusted. CF Montreal signed Joquin Sosa on loan from Bologna. The 22-year-old center back played 10 games with Bologna last season from Uruguay. 21 appearances for the under 15 and 24 appearances for the U-17s. So he came up in their Uruguayan system. off alone from Croatia. He had only seven Serie A starts. So um, he really hasn't broken out at any level, Joaquin Sosa. He is still young, 22 years old. I think Montreal is going to give him substantial playing time this year for sure. Um, you know, Montreal, they gave up last. You remember what happened when they gave up? They traded Kamal Miller and then they went on like a five game tear. This Montreal team is just good at making good moves. And I think that they're going to be you know a better than uh expected this year and, and i really like this move for them getting a jacques and sosa from bologna yeah my
1: understanding is uh even tickets uh, sales in montreal are up uh, so exciting things happening in montreal
0: in uh, fact, they sold out their season ticket allotment for the first time in club history, which is, is fantastic. You love to see I don't it could have been ten tickets allotted. I don't know what their season ticket allotment was It's uh, so like but, the NFL where one hundred percent of the tickets are season tickets. But that's good, man. Remember that Olympic stadium? Like that was what a trash
1: place. Yeah, that Champions League run they had when they moved the game to that. The artificial surface, the old uh, Olympic Stadium, they had like fifty thousand against the Mexican day. That was that was wild, man. That was, was yeah. You know, look, Montreal fans when they win, their fans show up big time. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, seems getting season ticket allotment uh, sold, signing stuff to be a Montreal fan right now for sure.
0: Alex, anything to finish us off? It looks like we're just about done with our news and notes. Sure. We have one week left, and then we're going to be jumping into our season previews, talking every team in Major League Soccer. That's going to be a lot of fun. Alex, bring us around for the end of the episode.
1: Sure. I, I, don't, want to, I don't want to forget, we have Camp Cupcake going on, the U.S. national team. But don't forget, we play Slovenia this weekend. Our like D team versus Oof. their D team also. You'll see a bunch of – it's basically an MLS all-star team. Uh, we're all to look at some guys. Maybe some guys can try to sneak on to the you know, upcoming summer tournaments, upcoming big game U.S. nationals. Once in a while, you find someone in these – camp, you know every year this happens in uh, – U.S. National Team we call it Camp Cupcake, uh, you know the team, uh, basically awarding players that had really good seasons, mostly in Major League Soccer. And Slovenia, I guess, has no European uh, games coming up in a month, so why not? Let's come over to tour America and play the United States National Team. That'll be going. I think this Saturday night, if I'm not mistaken, uh, something to look forward to. Again, uh, you're seeing some uh, players come back to MLS: Zach Steffen, Georgi Mihailovic. You want to ask me why? Because they think I'm getting it on the U.S. National Team, going to Europe is not working out for them. Berhaupter is not going to. They're not playing over there. That's why you may see some more Americans coming over to MLS as time goes by, even in the summer transfer, in my opinion, to get onto the U.S. national League or get
0: Burrholzer. I, I think. A couple of players I want to see Caleb Wiley and John Tolkien kind of going for a very similar play style. It, you know, they're both kind of five in the back kind of guys, but I love to see what they have. You know, your left footed uh, left back there and uh, Caleb Wiley, who just came on fire last season for Atlanta really early on. Um, in the midfield, really not much. I'm really looking forward to there. Up top, uh, I do uh, want to see Diego Luna, Duncan McGuire, yes. what he can do against real yes. competition. And I kind of want to see Cade Cowell. We talk about Cade but Cowell they, way too much on this show. I have not well, seen well, he, anything him from, him
1: from him. going to Chivas, that was a big move by San Jose. an American going to Chivas, that's a big deal. I, mean, was, I want to, really know to know what these scouts
0: see in him. I just want to know what they see: big, physical, size. huge, fast, quick. Young. He's got so many good things going for him. He just hasn't put it together. Like, what has he done in Major League Soccer? Just show up and look good. Is that potential. enough
1: nowadays? Yes. <laughs> Alex is like, yes, potential. that is good enough. Yes, yes, you pay for potential, and somebody thinks they can unlock the potential. This is what you're paying for. Uh, he, you know, there was teams in Europe looking for this kid. He went to Chivas. So uh, again. The business move by san jose i think they probably could have got more from last year maybe for a european team maybe i'm wrong but again this is a bit sometimes in this this is a business and sometimes you gotta make a business move so they gotta go.
0: make risks and sometimes risks don't pay off alex thank you for joining us this is episode two of the rebrand designated pundits oh, but one, more thing, I like
1: that. one more thing to twitter universe oh, do boy. not kill burr we win 19-0, we lose 19. <laughs> it's Slovenia RD team. Take it easy. Let them cook. That's all I got to say.
0: Let them cook. I love it. Guys, thank you for joining us. designated pundits. Peace.